Hello, Bill. Hey, Glenn. Christian Lou, how's it going? Good, coach. Hey, coach. It's going well. It's going well. So uh, we have talked the last few weeks about those games where you could not close them out. And yesterday you had the opportunity. Your defense makes the stop. Your offense moves down, and you get the field goal. So it all worked out. Why did it all work out yesterday? Well, it's worked out like that three of the last four weeks. So, um, you know, put yourself in a good competitive situation and, you know, being able to handle the situational football. That's the way it worked out in Baltimore, and that's the way it worked out just too. Hey, Coach, defensively, I thought you guys um, really outstanding, kind of confusing. Kyler looked like you guys brought a lot of pressure on him. But when you blitz a guy like Kyler Murray, was the impressive part not was just the discipline in which guys have? Because you can't just run like madmen, right? Because he gets outside and takes off. But how disciplined were those guys going after him? Yeah, I thought our pass rushers did a good job. Um, you know, he's a tough guy to handle. He's he's fast and you know, an elusive guy with good quickness can get outside. Um, you know, but you know, overall, I thought we either tried to you know playing with pretty good leverage and and discipline. But it's you know definitely a challenge. And you know, they have good receivers and you know good tight ends, good backs. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of things to deal with there yesterday. Hey, coach. I mean, uh, you've um, you haven't had a defensive coordinator as far as title, the title of defensive coordinator. I want to say since. Um, Patricia left. I know. I don't think Flow had that official title. And and I, for the first time for me, I heard you acknowledge, um, you know, how well Steve Belichick did as far as a play caller making adjustments. How have you seen him kind of grow into that role since uh, since last year? Uh, yeah. Well, I think we've talked about it before. We've had, um, you know, collectively as a staff. You know, I think our, our defensive coaches really work well together. They all have a lot of responsibility. They all have a lot of input. And, um, you know, they've done a good job, you know, since Matt left. I mean, it's certainly in in 18 and, you know, 19. And, you know, this year has been some challenges. But I, I think from a coaching standpoint, I think the defensive coaches have done a good job. So it's really, you know, group effort. And, uh, you know, Steve has a, you know, significant role that, you know, so did Demarcus and Gerard, Mike, Brian, Benny. You know, it's so it's good, good group. Very fortunate to work with those guys. They they do a good job. What what do you have to see from a from a guy to actually officially give him that title? Is it just as as far just as as easy as this? You know, paying his dues, or is it you know something else that that is involved with you deciding to give him officially that title? Yeah, I mean, never really been that big on titles, so just try to do our job and get it done. With I don't know, titles don't really mean much. What means something is the performance. So it sounds like you feel really good about the job that they've done based on what you just said, and you also know that rumors start popping up anytime one of your ex-coaches uh, ends up losing their job. So I'll throw it out to you. Do you have any interest in bringing back Matt Patricia or any of these other guys that worked for you before? Yeah, I'd say right now, you know, we're really just, you know, focused on correcting the mistakes from the Arizona game and, you know, moving on to the Chargers. You know, it would be a big challenge for us out there. And then, you know, a short week out there with the Rams. So that's really where we're, where my focus has been, you know, in the last few hours since the end of the Arizona game. And um, we 
lot of other things to talk about at some point, but I'd say right now, this is, you know, at the doorstep. Hey, Coach, um, Cam Newton's been kind of up and down here the last couple of weeks. 365 yards last week in a loss, and then this week, 84 yards and a couple of picks. So, um, what does it say that you're sticking with Cam as opposed to maybe turning to Jared Stidham? Yeah, well, I mean, we've won three of our last four games. You know, hopefully we can continue to, you know, play good football on offense, defense, special teams, and, you know, have a chance to be competitive, you know, this week and, and going forward. Coach, a um, couple wacky penalties um, happened in the game. Some, <laughs> you guys, well, that's me being polite. The first one I have is, uh, the first one was, um, have you ever seen an offensive pass interference nullified by a defensive pass interference on the very same play no it's unusual yeah unusual and then and then how did you read how did you read the um the anfordy anfordy jennings um i guess blindside hit was did they read that correctly well i think uh Bill Benovich gave an explanation of that after the game, so it's really. Well, I, I saw the explanation, and, and I'm just going to paraphrase here. Just tell me if I'm right or wrong. In that situation, it looked worse than it was, and I felt like that was an optic flag. Like the refs saw it looked so bad that they threw it. And based on their explanation of it, Jennings just has to basically allow himself to get run over or show his hands that he's trying not to declete him. Is that basically the coaching point? Yeah, what whatever whatever the officials say the rule is, that's what it is. It doesn't doesn't really matter what you think or what I think. The way the play is being officiated is the way that, you know, we have to play it. Well, you were certainly working it with the photos. What were you trying to show them? Um, not sure exactly what you're talking about here. Well, it looked like, uh, from TV anyway, that you were actually with huddled up with the officials and showing them photos right after that play happened. So I, I guess it was you were showing them something that happened in that play. Maybe I'm wrong. You tell me. Yeah, no, it, it was actually a different play. Didn't have anything to do with that play. Okay. Coach, the end of the half, obviously, um, maybe the turning point of the game. I don't know. Uh, that goal line stand, because you guys came out in the third quarter and really kind of took it to them. But was there, could you sense that, like in that locker room, a big moment like that, stopping them and, and not being down 10, only being down three? Yeah, well, anytime you have a seven point play, that's a, you know, it's a major swing in the game. So, uh, you know, everything was riding just on, on that one fourth and one play. You know, there was, whatever it was, two or three seconds left on the clock. So that was going to be the end of the half one way or the other. And um, that was just really a great play by our, our players. You know, we got some penetration at the line of scrimmage. And, um, you know, Juwan Bentley made a you know good, strong tackle there. And, you know, had a couple guys came in there and, you know, helped, helped push Drake back and, you know, keep him out of the end zone. So that was a great, great defensive play. You know, players really stepped up to the challenge. And, and um yeah, that made an impact playing the game there. Coach, I know a lot of talk of Kyler Murray kind of banging up that shoulder the week before. Did you feel like he was avoiding running, or would you guys do a good job of kind of forcing the handoff in some of those option plays? 
Yeah, you'd have to ask him that question. I don't know. I mean, he ran a few times. Um, so, you know, we were – like we've had the last few weeks, you know, we had it with Lamar and then, you know, last week with Watson and this week with Murray. You know, running quarterbacks are, you know, a challenge. I don't think you want to just, you know, let them take off of the ball, you know, undefended. So, you know, of course we were cognizant of all of their running abilities and – particularly yesterday with Murray. Um, but, yeah, that was certainly a focus of our defensive um, game plan and, and our the responsibilities. But, but the players did a good job of that. Uh, but how much he wanted to hand off or run or whatever, I, you know, I couldn't really answer that question. Hey, Coach, was this um, about as a good of an example of complimentary football as we've seen in a while as far as just, you know, defense – offense you know struggling at times and then all the big plays you got from your special teams really in every from coverage teams from punt punt return kickoff return i know that's been something that you guys have been working on i mean i mean how good do you feel knowing that you can actually get some production from those guys yeah well this is definitely our our most productive game um on special teams you know in the return game I mean, our coverage teams have been pretty uh, you know, pretty consistent all year long. Um, and, you know, for the most part, our kicking has been, been pretty consistent as well. Um, but this is the first time we've really had, you know, these kind of explosive plays in the return game. Um, or, you know, blocking a kick like a block punt or, you know, a long punt return kind of equals about the same in terms of field position. So we, ha- we haven't had those plays uh, in the first 10 games and, you know, it was certainly great to get them yesterday. I know our our players have worked, you know, extremely hard on it. And, you know, we've been close a few times, at least, you know, close to blocking punts, close to returning them, close to returning to kickoffs. But, uh, you know, to be able to do it yesterday was, you know, obviously a big big boost to the team and, you know, created uh, scoring opportunities for our offense. It's, you know, it's hard to keep giving the offense the ball, you know, 80, 85 yards away from the goal line. and a long way for any team to go. Um, so we were able to put our offense on the short field a couple times, and that was obviously a big a big help. So let me ask you about because I'm a little bit confused. The Dr. Mills a few weeks ago came out, and he claimed that you guys had followed protocol after an investigation. And now we hear that the league is finding you guys 350000 for COVID protocol violations. What are they telling you that you did wrong? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, not sure exactly what the, you know, the legal, uh, legalese is on that. So. Well, coach, uh, let me ask you about Julian Edelman. Cause uh, I'm just curious how he's, how he's looked recently and, and, what a guy like that coming back can do for your offense. Yeah, I think Julian's, uh, you know, made a lot of progress in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I talked to him the other day and, you know, certainly, you know, feeling better um, and, you know, able to do more, do a little more each day. So, you know, we'll just, we'll take it day by day and, uh, you know, see, see how it goes. Are you confident he'll be back at any point this year? I know he's working extremely hard. And um, you know, I would certainly never count Julian out of anything. He's got you know a tremendous will and a great work ethic, and 
very competitive. Football is very important to him, so it, it would you know take a lot for me to count him out. Put it that way. So, Coach, I, um, I know you guys are heading out, obviously, to L.A., back-to-back games. Um, I don't know if you saw what Santa Clara County uh, is doing as far as no sports, so San Francisco has to leave and they, they can't play their games in their home stadium. Do, how many contingency plans do you guys have just in case L.A. County does the same thing? Yeah, you know, honestly, Christian, I don't really concern myself with all those logistical things and a couple of other questions that, you know, you guys have asked, which are good questions. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to focus on, you know, coaching the team, trying to prepare the team, trying to improve the team, you know, do a better job on, on the things that I, you know, have direct input on. So the rest of it is um, – you know, if they tell us to do something, then we do it. If they tell us we're in a certain protocol, then we follow that protocol. If they tell us that, you know, some part of our travel or schedule has been adjusted, then we'll adjust it and, you know, make the changes. So it's kind of been like that all year. Um, well, our team's been adaptable. They've, they've made uh, last-second changes. They've made, you know, changes – a week ahead of time, uh, they've adjusted, you know, different things that have come up. So, uh, you know, with whatever it turns out to be, they, wherever they tell us to play, when to play, then we'll prepare to go and play there. You know, well, they, there's uh, these college teams this year that have, you know, have two or three games scheduled during a week and then have to change and, you know, don't know who they're playing until the middle of the week or whatever it is. I mean, it's just, you know, that's, that's a little bit of the 2020 football season, you know, from a big picture standpoint. So um, I think, you know, everybody's probably trying to do the best they can. They're trying to, you know, work things out so that the season can, can be played, which is I think ultimately what everyone wants, Um, what all that entails and so forth. Again, is honestly, I have enough to do with, you know, trying to prepare our team and, See if I can coach them better and see if we can be more productive. That's that's really what I'm that's what I'm working on and whatever the rest of it is, we'll you know, we'll find a way to, to work through it. So Bill, are they allowing you to stay out there for both games, stay out in LA? You know, we'll have to see. I mean, we play Thursday night, so it'd be pretty hard to, you know, fly back and then turn around and fly back out there again. So they haven't given you word yet whether you can do that because I know there was some they had mentioned earlier in the season Sunday to Sunday people couldn't do it you're right Sunday to Thursday it makes no sense they haven't given you the word yet yeah we have our travel plans and you know our schedule and so forth and we'll um but you know where things are today and tomorrow and all that you know we'll see so but you know we'll see exactly how things turn out I don't know so I mean, right so, now we're getting ready to play the rant, uh, play the Chargers, but you know, if like you said, if there's some kind of restriction on where we play them or when we play them or whatever, that might impact the next game too. So, you know, again, I'm not really worried about that right now. We're just we'll get ready for the Chargers and whatever you know, whatever decisions get made, get made, and you know, we'll deal with them when we know what they are. So, so I, I would, I would think that you would uh, have a sigh of relief you went from 
what, Lamar Jackson to Deshaun Watson and then to Kyler Murray, now rookie quarterback Justin Herbert. What, what have you seen from him? I mean, not necessarily the runner that those guys are, but he can still scoot. How do you think he's played so far? I think he can run plenty well enough. Um, he's fast. He's athletic. He's an excellent passer, a good decision maker. Smart kids, got a lot of poise and a passing offense. You know, has 10 games of experience now in the NFL or whatever it is. So he's got, you know, all the all the throwing ability, can make all the throws. Again, smart guy that, you know, understands football and he can run. He's fast. Um, you know, I think any, any quarterback running play you wanted to have in your offense, I'd I think he'd probably be able to do it. So it'll be a big challenge for us. And, you know, he's got a very good skill set, and he's got a lot of a lot of good skill players with him, you know, receivers, tight ends, running backs, uh, and obviously the quarterback we are just talking about. So there's a lot of, a lot of guys to defend, and it'll be a big challenge for, for our defense this week. Coach, I want to ask you about Nikhil Harry. It's been uh, kind of a tough year, too, for him. What does he have to do? Uh, or what can be done to get him more involved in the passing game? Yeah, well, I mean, offensively, you know, we'll continue to you know, try to find ways to, to be productive, whether that's running or passing, and, you know, whatever whatever works best, whatever gives us the best chance to win, whatever, however those combinations work out, then that's, you know, that's what we'll try to do. So I gear around, you know, trying to produce stats for a certain individual or, not a certain individual. It's just about team success and you know the opportunity and matchup of our team against our opponents. That that fluctuates from week to week and could fluctuate within the game. So we'll just have to you know take it one game at a time and hope that we can score more points than the other team. That's really the idea here. Coach, before I give you the Mercedes-Benz question of the week, um, do you still call them the San Diego Chargers like the rest of us do? <laughs> How often do you make that mistake? Yeah, it's, it's hard not to hard not to call them the San Diego Chargers, and it's hard not to call the Raiders the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. You know? if, yeah. if I don't think about it, if I probably have slipped it out a few times the wrong way. Um, not intentional. It's not meant mm-hmm. to be derogatory in any way. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's a habit, and you know, as you get older, Kristen, sometimes you get stuck in those habits, and they're they're hard oh, to yeah. change. So. Tell, me, tell me about it. Okay, all right. Question of the week, Coach. I don't know if you've. Uh, well, I'm sure you pay attention to college football, but I don't know. Did you happen to see Sarah Fuller, um, the former soccer college soccer player, become the first female uh, to play in a Power Five college football game? Were you? Did you happen to see that by any chance? I didn't. You didn't. Um, well, she did. She won like a little pooch kick, so um, getting a lot of um, praise for that. But I think the question is, you know, do you envision a female playing in the NFL at some point in time, like while you're coaching? Do you see that's like, something that could happen? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess you guys. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just it seems like there's you know like, there's just Can't I just win. feel like it's. The last one I remember was from uh, Kathy Ireland was a kicker in college um, for uh, uh, in a movie. That's the last kicker I know, female kicker. <laughs> in a movie. Kathy Ireland. <laughs> Carly Lloyd. <laughs> in unnecessary rough. She'd probably do well in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, definitely back in the day. Well, that's the Mercedes-Benz question of the week. Yeah.
There you go, Glenn. All right, there you go. The conversation with the coach has been brought to you by Putnam Investments. Putnam Investments and the New England Patriots. Proud partners committed to an active game plan on the field and off. Uh, enjoy Southern California. Christian says it's beautiful this time of the year. So you enjoy it out there. Uh, good luck out in L.A., and we'll talk to you next Monday, Bill. All right, sounds good. Thanks, fellas. Right, talk to you later. Bill Belichick right here on OMF.